0: Good morning and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I am Rebecca Roush, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Thanks so much for listening. Good morning, and welcome to The Secret Behind Our Success. I'm Rebecca Roush, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Today, we are honored and thrilled to have with us none other than the Canadian owner, founder, and savior to so many, Elizabeth Sutton of Peak PT. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, every day you help people who suffer from all sorts of conditions, sports injuries, joints, muscles, injury, neck and back, but I need to send my husband to you. Whiplash, tendonitis. I'm reading all this, but man, she does everything. How do you do that? I mean, where how'd you get started in this of all things?
1: Um originally when I first started out, I had no intention to be an orthopaedic based physiotherapist. I was gonna work either with kids or adults with neurological disorders, but life and the available jobs at the time kind of led me into this. And um, after taking some postgraduate courses that kind of emphasized my skills that I didn't even realize I had, I realized that I liked this more and more. Um, And uh, initially, I had started working through outpatient departments at hospitals. Um, But then in the Late early 90s, rather, a friend and I had been working at the local hospital here in Lethbridge and there were some budget changes that were coming that we weren't too happy about and we kind of thought if we can't be happy employees, we should probably leave. So we set up peak together and I kind of never really looked back,
0: I guess. That's awesome. Now, you you kind of walk at this as a, or come at this as a holistic kind of thing, right? Because you're yep. doing manual therapy, acupuncture, kinesio taping. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and collaboration with all these other, what is, what's kinesio taping?
1: Kinesio tape, you know, the Olympics are on right now as we're taping this. If you see all of the athletes with all of this spunky red and pink and blue tape, um, you can use it to help alleviate pain. Um, it doesn't make you get better, but it can help you feel better while you're doing the things that are actually getting you better. Um, I don't use it as much now, but it's still a valuable technique. If, if something can relieve somebody's pain so that they are able to do the exercises they actually need to do, I'll do whatever it takes so that they can help themselves feel better. So, um, you know, it's just helping people feel better while you're helping them get better. So, um, and yeah, And then in the last, well, the last year, especially um, talking to patients about their mental health as well, because it's all connected that your mind and your body and your soul have to be connected. Um, and I've seen it more this last year with COVID and everybody feeling stressed and the anxiety and working from home and having nobody to talk to, except maybe their physiotherapist. Um, you know, we, we've had to incorporate a lot of that as well.
0: Um, how does the manual therapy and acupuncture help with mental health? Um,
1: well, basically, if we can do something that makes you feel better, um, then that lowers the, the tension and their or the stresses on their mental health. Like if yeah. if our bodies are cups and you have. You know, pain filling up part of your cup of stress, and your kids are yelling at you, and your work is doing things. Then, if we can take some of that pain away using techniques like acupuncture, or taping, or manual therapy, um, that lowers your stress level, which can then allow you to to focus on your mental health as well. Um, and sometimes we just we just talk to patients about giving them permission to be angry at the pain and to to grieve the losses um and then go on you know and then work on the things that help them get back to it um and and just sometimes we're just the sounding board for their frustrations as well so
0: well i've got four kids at home i'd probably look like a like a what do you call <laughs> with pins all over me <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah what is that critter the needles needles all over me oh yeah Um, the voodoo dolls yeah yeah well I wasn't really I was thinking more the animal that's (laughs) the porcupine Yeah. I don't want to do the voodoo dolls yet I love my (laughs) kids um you're incredibly inclusive I was looking through all your stuff and I love the loving attitude you guys have and how um the gentleman, that Todd, I believe it was from one of the the football teams. Was it the Humboldt Broncos? Humboldt Broncos. Um, Logan. Oh, Logan Boulay. Oh, who was yes. Organ donor, and you guys all wore shirts, yeah, um, to promote that and and honor his spirit. And I thought that was yeah. really beautiful, and and the fact that you were so open to just anybody and everybody, regardless of how they identify or anything like that, you just seem to love everyone. And I think that's so important.
1: Yeah. Well, we're, we're all human. (laughs) And (laughs) regardless of where we came from and how we identify ourselves, um, you know, we all deserve, you are all somebody's significant other. Um, And Mm -hmm. I want my patients to feel maybe even better than they would be treated by their own family Um, and that you are, you know, so are, we call ourselves a team here at peak, but we think of each other as family because family will sometimes disagree with each other and argue, but we still pull for each other and we will back each other up.
0: Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Um, Now the Nordic pole walking, I was looking at that and I was just out of curiosity just because the pictures um, that I saw online were more of an, an older crowd. Yeah. Is that who primarily does the Nordic pole walking? Because I know you do a lot of different things for all different ages, right?
1: Yeah, um, here in, in the Lethbridge area, it is mostly the seniors who are doing it, but I know that further east in Canada, they they are a slightly younger crowd and it developed in one of the Scandinavian countries for their cross country ski team. So it would have been all younger individuals. And um, I think I saw a statistic where in, in Norway, for instance, like 60% of young adults will have their poles for walking in summer as well as their skis. You know, So it, it is for all ages, um, but there are so many advantages for our seniors to keep them moving and to keep them comfortable. And as we age and, and knee replacements or hip replacements, um, it just helps keep them um, more active engages more muscles. So for, for us, women helps with um, dealing with osteoporosis so that we're not um, losing bone density. So right now we're, it's kind of in its infancy. We've been doing it for four or five years and we've got a, a group of people that are really, you know, They they come out all the time. Um, I know we're seeing more people in town. We've got other people in town who are instructors now. So hopefully we can be just like the Scandinavian countries and (laughs) have people in their 40s now. Now Is
0: is it a form of physiotherapy? Is that what it's considered? Um, You know, it's actually just a form of exercise,
1: but physiotherapists really latched onto it because it had so many implications. Because when you're using the poles, um, you're engaging more muscles so it it um, activates more muscles while you're walking because we're we're pretty efficient when we walk mm-hmm. um but when you're using the poles you engage more muscles so you're you're strengthening while you're doing it as opposed to just going for a walk but it also reduces stress on joints so physio saw it, like right from the get-go that this is something we can use um, and indirectly I found out myself, one of our class participants, a couple of summer ago, summers ago had had a concussion and she found that she could do more walking when she had her poles than when she without. Um, and I know that, uh, I don't treat patients with strokes now, but one of the physios who does treat stroke patients uses it to help them learn that opposite arm and leg motion again, because stroke uh-huh. patients often lose that ability. So, um, uh-huh. Yeah, we so it's become part of our stuff but we do it as like an extra kind of like an exercise class now.
0: Well, one of the things that uh, I was reading is that you really enjoy being the detective and yeah. finding out the cause of the patient's symptoms. So you're not you're not just a uh, you know, a therapist in every way. You're also a little Sherlock Holmes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like if if somebody comes in and they they have leg pain, sometimes they have a story in their head of what they think caused the leg pain. Um, quite typically like muscles at the back of the leg, they'll say, oh, I pulled my hamstring, but they don't remember how. And it's like, well, you'd remember if you actually pulled that muscle. (laughs) So, so then, so then we go through a whole assessment, like not just looking at the leg, but is there something contributing to it from the low back or the upper back that might have contributed to this leg pain Um, and trying to figure out the things that the patient can do, Not only for me to do to them, which is part of the process, but if they only feel good when they're in the clinic, I haven't helped them. So my job is to find the stuff that they can do at home to get themselves better. Um, So it doesn't matter if I can do acupuncture and manual therapy. If they don't know what to do when they're at home, then I haven't done my job. So that's our job is to try to find the things that they can do to feel better. So
0: is it hard to get people to actually take care of themselves? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, I
1: think it's getting better. Um, I I'm getting more people coming in who have been tired of going to other practitioners where something is always done to them, but they don't know what to do when they get home. So that tends to be the clientele I get now is that it is the people who are looking for, well, it feels good when I go to this practitioner or that practitioner, but it doesn't last. So, um but even still to get somebody who's maybe their favorite activities are knitting and watching tv trying to convince them that they should exercise can be tough so you have to kind of grade it so that the exercises you're giving them aren't overwhelming um and the exercise could be something as simple as sitting up straight several times a day and just tucking your chin in, you know, maybe that's where I start them. And then you gradually (laughs) increase it after that. Um, but yeah, it, it it is always the struggle. And usually patients come back and say, well, I was feeling good. And then I stopped doing my homework, you know, and we try to tell people it's kind of like brushing your teeth to prevent cavities. (laughs) So if you do your homework, I probably won't need to see you. And if I do need to see you, you won't need me as often. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excuse me. So the education portion of what you do is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, where there had to be a pivot point sometime um, where you went from just you, you mm-hmm. know, doing your thing with your partner to now you have a this nice large team that can serve so many more people. Yeah. Was there a, a point in time where you went, that we need, we need to do more. Was it more of a, uh, I guess what I'm looking for is more of a, a service and, and I want to help more people or was it, you know, more of a financial move?
1: Um, you know, we, we kind of, we kind of looked up my, my business partner and I, even though she's not my business partner anymore, she's still my best friend, you know, so that's oh. good. <laughs> um, we, rare. we, we had a, Plan to start off that we thought we would grow. It ended up growing quicker than we anticipated. Um, Partly, I think we lucked out when we first opened, we were in the same building as three orthopedic surgeons. And so it was like almost like a direct funnel of of referrals. Um, But then we started to see that we that we needed more people. So there was a gradual growth. Um, And then around, oh, Not 2008 when the big crash everywhere hit, ours hit a little bit later um, because um, the the area that we're in is is more of an agricultural base. And when uh, mad cow hit and then suddenly farmers weren't being able to sell their cows, that meant truckers weren't trucking cows. You know, trucks weren't breaking down, big mechanics weren't getting hurt. We saw a downturn then. Um, and that's when I started to figure out I needed to learn more about how to expand the business when the economics in the area weren't helping. So I, I started latching on to almost every physio oriented business course I could. And I tried to take what, what I felt authentic to myself out of each program that I took. Um, and I feel like over the last 10 years, I, I I, I'm starting to feel more like I'm the business owner, which is weird because I've been the owner for 29 years, but really only for the last 10 do I actually feel like, oh yeah, I'm in charge and I'm, things are going my way. And I and I still feel like I'm learning all the time. I'm I'm still learning how to how to to run the business and how to to make things work. Um, and I I feel that the business in the last 10 years reflects that even more that I'm, it, it's reflecting more of who I am, um, but also who my team is.
0: So you feel more like you're working on the business than in the business or that you have um, just matured to a fact that a point that you're just confident in the decisions you're making, kind of like what we were talking about is when do you feel like an adult never, but <laughs> in business exactly. you can get there.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm still I'm still kind of in the middle of working in and on the business. I have learned the hard way that if I don't have time to work on the business, I get more stressed and things don't get done. <laughs> um, and uh, right now we're a little bit short staffed because of people being on you know maternity leave and vacation. Um, So now that and with COVID, we did have to 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 dial back a little bit because we weren't seeing patients in the building for a bit. So we really pared down. Um, But I made that conscious decision to make sure that I had time every week to work on the business. And um, I think I was mentioning earlier that I'm connected now with a good group of people that are really helping me kind of solidify what I'm doing is what I should be doing and when I'm really not sure trying to help me figure out what I should be doing because um, realistically I want to retire in the next two to four years so I want to make sure that if I sell that it's turnkey that I can just hand it over to somebody and they can they can run with it and make it their own um, so you, I don't you, I don't feel like I'm there yet but are you, I don't know uh, if I'm ever going to feel like I'm there but <laughs>
0: Are you uh, incorporating like an EOS program, an operating system, things like that? Is that the kind of coach you've got going on?
1: Um, Well, we have a bunch of things. Um, We're like our our patient care stuff is all online and billing is all online and all that lovely stuff. Um, And we're working on developing checklists so that if somebody new came into the job, it would probably take them longer than the person who wasn't there, but they could follow the checklist and they could do that. So those are living documents. It seems like every time we do something new. Um, So those are the kinds of things that we're doing. And I'm trying to do that now for myself um, Mm -hmm. because I know what I do, (laughs) but if somebody were to take over, that would be hard for them to pick up from what I've been doing. Uh, so is, I'm trying to, i
0: pardon? I'm so sorry. Is that a lesson that you would probably say to somebody coming up behind you is, yes. you know, get your stuff in your ducks in a row earlier than later? Oh because yeah. It is yeah. harder now? Like, write it, it down as you're learning
1: so that when you're done, it becomes your document. Gotcha. <laughs> um, That's smart. Yeah. So, um, and then it can change. Like if you learn an easier way to do it, well then you edit that. Um, so I wish I had done that Years ago, Uh, we had it for some like for our front desk. We have like manuals that people use, but I still don't have enough for what I do. Um, So, if somebody wanted to take over from me, it would be a little hard. So, that's my next step. Um, So, yeah, for somebody new coming along to definitely do that. Um, And for somebody new coming along to reach out to people who have done it before (laughs) so that you're not reinventing the wheel.
0: That's right. Do you have a mantra that you live by? That's something that I always ask everybody. Um, if there's something that kind of pushes them through when time gets tough. Um,
1: it kind of sounds hokey, but it, it's from uh, finding Nemo. It's like, just keep swimming.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love Nemo. Yeah. Like, doing, you know, like through, through it all. It was
1: like, you know, if you, if, and, and I, and I do tell my patients as well, like the, the just keep swimming or a little bit every day adds up to more, you know, if you took a penny and put it in a piggy bank, you know, every day and didn't pay attention to it, you know, at the end of the year, you'd have this much, right. But, um, if you don't ever put anything into it, then there's nothing to show for it. So even, even, a, even a little bit makes a difference. So, um, I, you know, I, I try to do that in myself. And I try to remind my patients to do that as well. So
0: I was, um, I read a book that they were, it was saying that if you improve 1% each day, you've improved 365% at the end of the year. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought that was a great piece of advice. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the ocean personality test. Um, I I haven't seen that one. (laughs) Okay. Not many people have, and I've, I've, uh, I'm a big fan of an Edwards and Jordan Peterson and all these psychological people, and I think it's really great to understand and know the person you're working with, and yeah. so I thought in all of my podcasts, I'm asking everyone the questions in the Ocean Personality Test so that those that are interested in getting in touch with you know what kind of person you are and how to speak to you in a way that's going to make sense to you, and then you can find out the same things from them, sure. so if you'll if you'll Grant me the honor, I will ask you a few questions. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> There's just six of them. It's pretty easy. Okay. You're going to answer low, medium, or high. Okay. Low is not me. No, 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 okay. no. Medium is eh, kind of. And yeah. high is, oh, yeah, that's me, baby. Okay. All right. So that's what we're doing. Um, openness. If you are high in openness, you love trying new things and having new experiences. That would be high. High. Conscientiousness. What is your level when you approach organization and details? If you're high in conscientiousness, you're very, very organized. You love details. Medium. (laughs) Um, Extroversion. If you are an extrovert, you thrive around other people. You just can't get enough. Uh, actually, weirdly, most people
1: are surprised. I am not an extrovert. <laughs> I, I would say low. I've been told I'm what's called a gregarious introvert.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Okay. Agreeableness. If you rate high in agreeableness, you are likely friendly and compassionate people pleaser. I'd say high. Yeah, I can see that. You have <laughs> to have a heart like that to do that. Yeah. Neuroticism is not bad. It just means that you worry and have anxiety and maybe some high stress levels. Maybe the tongue gets a little, t- you know, sharp sometimes. I would probably say medium because I, okay. I do have to, to tone it down at times. <laughs> sometimes when you're passionate, it's just passion. Because, exactly. Yeah. You know, we got to accept that. And then I've got one final question. Okay. And I always like to ask something that's a little bit quirky. <laughs> So, if you could Nordic walk yes. and explore anywhere in the universe, not oh, just wow. the world, where would you go? Assuming you could breathe there and all that. Yeah,
1: assuming I could breathe. Um, well, you know, the universe is a pretty vast space, but I also feel that I haven't explored planet Earth enough. Um, in another life, I might've been an archeologist. I would actually say like the, the Egyptian pyramids or like something
0: like,
1: well, and, and like anytime I've done trips, I just love the history built on history, like in Rome and stuff like that, where it goes back. So, so weirdly somewhere like that.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Well, thank you so much. I've got a couple little closing questions. If anybody is listening to this, maybe they want to do a telehealth visit. If you're in Canada, in the area um, near Lethbridge, Lethbridge, I believe it is. Yes. Um, (laughs) She is able to do telehealth there. So you can certainly get in touch with them. And if you want to check her website is at peakpt.ca for Canada. P-E-A-K-P-T dot C-A. And if they were to pull up your browser right now, where would you want them to go first?
1: Um, I would probably want them to look at the, this, this, the the who we are kind of thing, like the our team. Because um, mm-hmm. we tried to set up our team pages, not just graduated at such and such. It was like, this is what we like to do. And this is, this is why we're doing what we're doing as opposed to the dry graduated, did this, did that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I also noticed that on your Facebook page is peak physio. How do you say this? Physio. Yep.
1: Leth- yeah. You- peak physio Lethbridge, I think. Cause there is a peak physio. Oh, yeah. In Cal- yeah. There's peak physio in Calgary and which we're not affiliated with. They're great people, but we're not affiliated with. And there is a Peak huh? therapy somewhere in the States that I will sometimes get contact information from, but.
0: Okay. Cause that you had some really good things and good education on your Facebook page. So that's yeah. something that we definitely want people to go check out as well. And I can't thank you enough. You've been a lot of fun. I have learned more than I ever thought I would about kizio rapping or <laughs> 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 obviously didn't learn that much, huh? <laughs> but you've got great videos that really educate. And there needs to be more people like you that are out there, you know, using the gifts that you've been given to help others and lift others and these complex pain patients and helping them find peace and comfort once again. That's, that's just a, a noble, noble, noble course. So thank you so much for your time. And I appreciate you very much. And I hope you had a good time.
1: I did. Thank you very much.
0: This was this was
1: a better experience than I might have thought. So. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, great. Well, I look forward to talking to you again. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you guys for listening to the secrets behind our success, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com slash slash apply if we're inspired by this interview we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show and if you know someone that would be a great guest tag them let them know hashtag story behind our success and don't forget opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode we have some fantastic guests on the docket And if you want to know more, check out NeonLizardCreative.com. See you next time.